Hi, listeners. Welcome to the She Speaks Life podcast, a weekly encouragement where we share our God stories. I'm your host, Jamie Elizabeth, and I am so glad you are spending time with us today to listen. I am so excited today to have a very special friend. Her name is Janine Jacobson, and she has such a wonderful story about becoming a believer and really just seeking God and her spiritual journey. So I just want to welcome Janine. How are you doing? I'm good. (laughs) Thank you for coming on and sharing with us your story. And I just found it so fascinating how you guys were really going to some of these places. started out with preschool with your child, seeking and just not understanding totally what church is about, knowing that you wanted faith to be important in your family. So share with us how that all started and what kind of journey did that take you on? So yeah, I was raised Catholic, but after being confirmed in eighth grade, I just knew then that this was not a spiritual journey that I was going to continue. Um, So I I stepped away for all of my high school and college years and into my young adult life. When I met my husband and we got married, he was raised with no religion, with no faith. We knew we wanted to raise our family with faith, but we didn't really know what that meant. And along our journey as a married couple, starting our family, we did send my firstborn to a temple in New Jersey for preschool and met with the rabbi. And it seemed to be down to earth, but we just never pursued it. And then we eventually moved to Austin. And again, our firstborn wound up in a private Jewish day school, Austin Jewish Academy. And it was a great school and it was a great three-year experience for her but we just never found the fit for us in our family. Then you fast forward a couple more years and we met a a family that moved here from out of state who was planting a church and we didn't even know what that meant. Just in that. (laughs) You're not the only one. I didn't quite know what that was either. (laughs) Too long ago. Church plant, you moved here, you moved your whole family here. And you're going to need to explain yeah. what that means. Yeah. <laughs> so in just kind of getting to know this couple and asking the questions, you know, we learned what an executive pastor was, what a church plant was, and the mm-hmm. same family a few months down the road invited us to their Christmas party, and we, we went and met the head pastor of this church plant, mm-hmm. and my husband fell in love with our pastor. And from that party, Pastor Ryan Maloof invited Ben to church. Mm. Party was on a Saturday night, so church the next day. Sure. And yeah. and from that point, when we were driving home, we he's like, I think I want to go check this out. And mm. I was like, cool. let's do it. You know, yeah. at, at that point in time, our kids were not quite teenagers yet. I think they were 12, 10, and 8. Okay. And so, you know, the funny story that we like to tell is our, our firstborn who had had three years of Judaics and Hebrew and had moved on, left that school and was in the public uh, middle school at the time, mm-hmm. comes into our room and Ben said, we're going to try something new and we're going to go to church today. <laughs> and she's like, Dad, I don't believe in Jesus. I'm Jewish. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he's like, I don't either. Yeah. And we're just going to go check it out. <laughs> and if we don't like it, we'll just, you know, never go back. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, the rest is kind of history. We're, we're still going and we're coming up on five years at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. But our journey through those five years has been special in the way that we did it as a family and that we never really not that we didn't give our kids a choice but like we didn't give them a choice of not wanting to get up on a Sunday and go from the very beginning we were skeptical because we're from New Jersey and that's what New Jersey yeah, yeah. from New Jersey just the ask, logic. We, we need just the ask questions and yeah. we need to kind of be given the answers before, you know, we don't fake it before we make it. And so that was kind of our thing. We're not going to fake it. Yeah. We're going to understand why we do, they do things and why we should do them. And, you know, very early on, we took a Bible navigation class together as a family run by mm-hmm. one of the pastors and then just started our journey. We were able to go for some coffee and lunches with the Maloofs early on when the church was really small and growing and get those answers that were confusing coming in as adult students of scripture and passing it along to our kids who are also getting it in the kids area of the church. They're getting the kids version of what we're learning in, you know, the sanctuary Mm -hmm. or the the gym at the time. (laughs) Um, Renting out a school building in the very beginning years. Yes. Yes. Very unintimidating though, when you're starting out. Yes, that is. We're all experiencing it for the Mm -hmm. first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think it was almost a full year after going to church every Sunday and committing to this journey and seeking who this Jesus is and what it means for us and our family and learning. You know, you you hear some stories of people have these light switch stories or right. experiences. Well, we, ne- we never had that. It was a seek and learn mm. continual process. Right. So about a year into going to church, a friend on the tennis court, I was teasing her and saying, so now what do you going to do that you're an empty nester and Mm -hmm. she was like I'm going to go back to BSF again I had no idea what that was Mm -hmm. it's Bible study fellowship and so I decided to check it out it is a pretty intense style of Bible study where one of the big Baptist churches in the area hosts an international organization that runs a lecture on the the material that you're learning mm-hmm. and you go home with homework. So you're studying it on your own mm-hmm. and then you come together weekly and you break down into small groups first and then afterwards there's a lecture and you're discussing it with different generations. There's, right. there's young moms, there's you know my age and then there's women in their 60s and 70s and so the richness of that experience Mm -hmm. coming from all those different generations and all those different levels of faith walk was really special for me early on Mm. yeah and so the first year for me was the life of Moses first five books of the bible which was what my my Jewish daughter was studying now when your daughter when your kids had questions did you feel like you were able to answer them right away or was that when being in a church plant and being so close with the lead pastors were you able to have them over for dinner be able to answer questions that you guys all may have I love that you had it be a family Mm -hmm. event a family thing not saying okay dad and I we're gonna go seek and we'll let you know later what we think I love that you guys all made it to go and seek yeah 
You know, I, I honestly don't remember early on the kids asking us a lot of questions. Okay. I think because we got them at that sort of prime time sure. before they were eye rolling and voicing yeah. strong opinions. Yeah. They, you know... Have went, faith like a child, right? I was just going to say that. Yeah. They had childlike faith. So yeah. whatever they were learning, they were taking as yeah. truth right yeah. away. And because Ben and I were going and not negatively talking about it, and I'm sure we kind of sounded like children when we you know, would ask each other. I remember Ben asking about the, the Trinity, about you know god the father jesus the son and the holy spirit and what does that really mean like i don't understand Mm -hmm. that right and i remember just kind of drawing from my catholic background what that meant and then secretively (laughs) digging and trying to find it in scripture for that basis but you know i gotta say that there was this one time somebody somewhere along my spiritual journey told me picture water and how there's three forms of water, but it's all still water. Right. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, ah, oh, I get it now. It's right. God, but it's three different ways, right? Right. Yeah. And I and you have told me that before. Oh, I have. But, but, but <laughs> again, love... the adult skeptical mind <laughs> yeah. is like, okay, I understand that in, in a visual sense. Right. But what does that really mean? Yeah. You know, like God is the father and I don't have access to God unless it's through Jesus. So now I need to explore and understand who Jesus is. And then you you need to read through scripture to understand how the Holy Spirit was given to you. And then sure. that you have full access to all three of these people in who are one, right. but are three separate. My adult mind can understand that in the words that are told to me or how it's explained to me. But for that to really sink in and for, for you to really understand that and then... For you to access that as a Christian, those are all different steps. Right. You know, and so early on, I was thirsty and seeking and a student of scripture. I did three years of BSF, which has kind of, you know, led me to want to step into women's ministry at Expression Church Mm -hmm. and give away the BSF time and insert something that was sewing into our church and the growth of our church. But I still wanted the, the study. You're all in. Yeah. When when you accept Jesus into your heart, you're all in. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, I need to know all about this Jesus. Sure. And I need to know how I'm supposed to have a relationship with him. And, mm-hmm. you know, just this summer I studied how to pray. It seems so easy and eloquent coming from a pastor on a stage or even around a group of women who have grown up in the church. Mm-hmm. But it was something that was a little intimidating for me mm-hmm. that I don't find easy to vocalize in, in a group setting or even alone. And I got to say that's very common. Mm-hmm. I think for a lot of women praying publicly, you mm-hmm. know, out loud. What are they going to think of that prayer? You know, all those yeah. intimidation, insecurities, those yeah. all have come through our minds. Mm-hmm. And that is a very common thing in the mm-hmm. beginning. And, mm-hmm. and, and not until you 
really start to do it and put it into practice yeah. that becomes you know something just natural and just speaking from the heart because right. really god just wants us to just speak right from the heart not mm-hmm. these fancy words really just simple prayers i totally get that yeah because that was that was a struggle when i first started in women's ministry if i got called on or eventually i became a, a table leader mm-hmm. and with that you are opening and closing in prayer mm-hmm. so I was definitely sweaty palms and mm-hmm. you know not everyone goes through that but I know half of us do and it can mm-hmm. be intimidating at times right yeah and the good thing is if you're all in and you're just you know learning all these things for the first time I mean there's just so much out there my summer reading was prayer yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and what was cool about reading this book on prayer yeah written by a pastor who's corporately prayed out loud for decades was he struggles with prayer yeah <laughs> you know and and yeah. so again when you read scripture it tells us pray right yeah and so I, I just wanted to get more information so that I could have more knowledge on how how to do it. So it was and just good. understanding the authority behind it too, mm-hmm. and the power behind praying. and the meaning. Right. So everything yeah. on my our whole faith walk is from the heart, right? And and I think I've heard from the more mature Christians around me who've grown up in the church that you can get caught up in it being too familiar. It mm-hmm. being um, just what you do right. and it not coming from the heart anymore. Mm. And so that so goes bad. back to Ben and my statement early on. We're never going to fake it, but it has to come from the heart. Mm-hmm. You know, and same with just our journey of learning the deeper understanding of everything I've been reading and studying and the church experience doesn't seem to click in until you're in a couple years yeah you know and i'm sure that's different for everyone Mm -hmm. but here i am or we are coming up on five years and this past year it's starting to like really like i've been marinating in it for so long it's it's finally penetrating Mm -hmm. and and the the deeper understanding is Mm -hmm. coming but always growing yes yeah yeah so where are you and your husband your kids at now on your spiritual journey i'm sure you saw your kids grow Mm -hmm. in their faith Mm -hmm. and what are maybe some family things that you guys do to Mm -hmm. nurture that well I'll, i'll start with the church itself we have probably not missed a sunday unless we've been out of town so just showing up being a part of that community is huge and in that comes stepping into service for years now we have served on on the host team and which i gotta say that's huge coming from not being a believer getting invited (laughs) to church and then go right into serving sure but getting involved from a startup perspective which i think ben related to ryan maloof instantly not only in the personalities and their friendship but that it's a startup and it's not about making money but it's still a startup and all of the structure and and culture that you have to establish sure and then build upon that wow that's so good how god used that mm -hmm. to get you guys involved Mm -hmm. and i really believe that he just meets us right where we're at yeah. and he knows what's going to make us say yes. You were telling me 
and you love to entertain and you love people Mm -hmm. and how this was so parallel. This was a match to, Mm -hmm. oh, well now, you know, we're Mm -hmm. in a a church family. We've always loved people. Right. We had lived a lot of our adult life without the church family aspect of it. Right. It was almost kind of like we're so done with the surface living that we had been experiencing. You know... It's got to be something more uh, meaningful than Right, that. And, and not to, to put down any people, but actually what's the sad thing is that so many people who seem successful mm-hmm. um, living around us in our communities are are so lost they they don't understand where their true value and meaning comes from sure and so they can buy all that they want and more and and it will never be enough right friends of ours call it the god-sized hole that you can never fill and you can never be satisfied and so already experiencing that and already knowing that and kind of like we're done now stepping into this completely new again skeptical like are these people nice all the time like the more we got involved the more we were expecting to see some cracks in the exterior you know even Mm -hmm. down to being invited back to seattle where they had come from to plant this church here in austin and and my husband and i jumped on it like yeah let's go see where they're from you know are we gonna be let down at any point and never because they are Mm -hmm. just real authentic from scripture Mm -hmm. just teaching about jesus the way jesus taught you know the people around him in his day yeah so back to serving at church Mm -hmm. even before we were asked to to lead the host team as a couple i you know very early on was asked if I could check in kids and that because the church uh, the church was small and and everybody kind of needed to do their part just checking in the kids into the kids area was kind of like 10 minutes before service and 10 minutes after service and was very you know not a big commitment but Mm -hmm. was my first experience serving and And then that led that led to to more yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and it is. It, it, it's it's um, when you kind of heal from the old surface, not authentic relationships that I feel like so many people have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think enough women in particular give each other enough time to really know what's going on. Yeah, that's good. And, and too many women especially want to by putting on the makeup and doing the hair and you know Mm want to make it themselves feel better or want to make it seem like everything's okay but we're all broken Mm -hmm. and we all have stuff sometimes you know my stuff is better and going well and yours isn't but the beauty of an authentic friendship and relationship is that just through conversation, we can speak life into each other and we can build each other up. And right. we can, you know, like our pastor's wife, Dana says, link arms and yes. um, build strong relationships. And so mm-hmm. that's what church is and being a committed church member is about just being getting to know each other and being there for each other yeah maybe driving over to somebody's house when they're really upset or something horrible has happened and just listening we hear stories about our parents telling us because everybody seemed to live in close proximity to each other where they had a little bit more of that but now more than ever we need a 
church family yeah. to come around us. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And be intentional mm-hmm. with our relationships mm-hmm. with our people around us. Yeah. So the spiritual journey, where are you guys right now? Yeah, so fast forward almost five years and my kids now are in the midst of, of being teenagers. And their journeys are definitely not a smooth sailing road mm-hmm. by any means. But you know, my oldest tends to be anxiety filled and just having a solid foundation in the Lord and Jesus is something for us as parents to fall back on when every week there's something that's, you know, the sky is falling for some reason every (laughs) week. Yeah. And, you know, we are able to say a hundred percent of the time when, when the sky is falling in your world, a hundred percent of the time you wake up the next day and a hundred percent of the time it works out. And reminding her that she's not giving her burden and her um, anxiety and her stress up to Jesus. But at least we have that conversation. And at least she's being reminded of it. And you have that um, knowledge. Yes. And then my son, you know, had, had a really rough eighth grade experience in the public school system. And through going to church and in particular, a special event at the church, we were able to pinpoint some really sad and kind of ugly things that were going on in his life. Mm. But it was the Holy Spirit moving in him, mm-hmm. which is amazing to see in your child. Yeah. Because so many adults have opinions on the Holy Spirit or don't like necessarily believe that it's really moving and living inside of you. Right. And when you see that happen mm-hmm. in your child, you're like, okay, wow, I'm the, the fool. There. <laughs> I'm the fool forever doubting. Yeah. And he is just in such a better place. Mm. And he's, you know, in a Christian high school and just being fed into and built up every day of his life and um, so good. it is so good and then my my young my 13 year old is the one who got in on it the youngest mm-hmm. and so her faith is so so strong yeah. and so solid and she's got her little journal and her devotionals and her verses and and so you know I wouldn't change any of it but that's like you know I wish I had growing up for me right you know because exactly. she's gonna go walk through her life mm-hmm. and know who her creator is, who her builder, designer, guidance mm-hmm. counselor is. And and so, so she's got that solid foundation. And we all do, but you yeah. know, different levels right. um, with different stressors and storms of life, you're always going to tend to want to believe the lies in your head, but you have to constantly remind yourself sure. that they're just lies. So good. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I love all of this. What a great God story testimony about your walk with Christ mm-hmm. and just finding out who he is and who you are and mm-hmm. and how your whole family got mm-hmm. in on it. Just a, a powerful story here. And uh, Janine makes wonderful jewelry. is just so beautiful and remarkable. And she has a website. It's j9j.biz. And she can make any jewelry custom, uh, especially for the holidays that are approaching. And she's just got such a creative mind. And the jewelry is just gorgeous. So check it out. Thanks for coming on here, Janine, and sharing your story. Oh, you're welcome. In Janine's story, she talks about her seeking and learning about faith and how it was a process. 
I think for most of us, we can relate to that. Write down in your journal where you are in your journey with God and where you want to be. When we write out our walk with Him, it brings us closer in a deeper relationship. Janine talks about finding a church family and growing in her walk with God. She also talks about her kids' faith journey. Write in a journal about those people you surround yourself with and ask God for opportunities to speak life into their lives. Thank you so much for listening today. I trust that God has encouraged you through this message. For more information on this ministry and to access free downloads, please visit my website at jamieelizabeth.com and sign up. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Jamie Elizabeth She Speaks Life. That's J-A-Y-M-E Elizabeth She Speaks Life. Until next time, my friends, I pray God reveals himself through your own life story.